Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And today we're talking about LARPs. That's live action role playing games. Well, games isn't part of it, but yes. Well, <laughs> whatever. So, so LARP. So what's a LARP? Oh, what is a LARP? That's right. Live action. What does that mean? Live action role playing. It means people get dressed up and go play the game. People. Oh, well, I guess you could do that in a regular role playing game. Okay. If everybody should have dressed up at my at our role playing games, I would be. They did at your Doctor Who almost, didn't they? No. Some people dressed up like Doctor Who. Okay. So it, it goes beyond a little bit farther than just dressing up, right? In, in like if you're playing a role playing game, some people might come in a costume. Like I played in a, I ran a Star Trek game and they came in a Star Trek uniform kind of costume. Yes, but they were wearing that all day. Well, okay, that's may, might be true. So what's the difference between that and LARPing? Well, LARPing, they take it a step further. They actually, there's no table. There's usually not a character sheet. If it is, it's very rudimentary. It's very b basic. And a lot of it is, everything is interacting with other people. Usually it's like, a, it's like a, 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 what is it? A, a dinner mystery game. Like they used to, how to host a mystery game that they used to have. They still have, I suppose. Yes. And uh, you walk around talking to each other. And usually it's a, it's a mystery. So you're trying to figure things out. Or in LARPs, in today's LARPs, there's there's uh, there's factions that, that are depending on how many people are playing. There might be factions. There might be goals to those factions. And there might be personal uh, goals that you have to do. And on top of that, there's usually something that they have to figure out. Saul, when we started talking about this, Saul said he that we've never played in a LARP. And I had to remind him that that wasn't true, that a long time ago we did play in our friend David had, or Didi, had uh, <laughs> parties. And the first one was that I went to, I went to with his brother and his sister-in-law and my other brother-in-law. And we, um, it was, it was, it was, um, a long time ago and it was a vampire one it was yeah more like a i don't know exactly where he got it or if he made it up right but unfortunately for that particular party my sister-in-law was the the queen of the vampires or the one right. who, were you trying to figure out who that was yes something? yes but she doesn't like to actually play games and i think Didi already knew this but she didn't she wouldn't actually answer people's questions so right they we didn't figure it out right so it was weird because Didi david he goes by Didi. He came up with his game, and I wasn't able to go. I had to work or something, and so it was interesting because I, you know, he he described it and stuff before, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even equate it to a LARP. I just thought it was like a murder mystery dinner, murder mystery that, that you could buy those games. Actually, you know, we have we a have couple, a couple in our, in our closet that we've never broken out. Right, right, right. And then he picked my my sister in law, who's a very quiet, very reserved. You know, you would say shy. So maybe he decided to, you know bring her out of her shell kind of hopefully but it didn't happen and so it was you know kind of frustrating for the rest of the group to try to figure out because she wouldn't answer the questions and she wouldn't literally play along kind of so they kind of ground to a halt but they still had fun oh yeah like. it was a lot of fun yes so years uh, even after that he had a couple more three more parties right yeah, so one of them, even Kathy, our friend Kathy said, she was playing, I forget who she was playing, but she said she had a really hard time. It was the World War II one, the I World believe. The World War II, yeah. I don't she remember She said she had character. a really hard time getting into it, and she felt really uncomfortable giving out the clues that she was supposed to, because she, she I guess at that time, now she wouldn't have a problem with it, but then it was really kind of 
new to her, I guess, the idea. I think that was before we even started playing role-playing games. Probably. With yeah, them. with them, right. Or I should say you started playing role-playing games with them. Cause right. Because you played with them for a while, and I, I didn't play with you. Cause right, right. So Didi lived with, uh, and his girlfriend lived with another couple, our friend Steve and Kathy, and they would host these games at their house. So that was the first time I'd ever been at their house. Or uh, Anyway, so... It, and after that, I go, oh, you guys play role-playing games. And, and they hadn't kind of. Uh, Didi had sort of played a, a little bit with them. So my brother Felipe and me, we st- we started playing games with them uh, shortly thereafter. Because that was pretty early once we got to San Yeah, Jose. it was like 94 or something. Yeah. And so we started playing. I, me and my brother started playing with them role-playing games in the, like the, a little bit later. And this is how you get your friends through gaming yes. is you inherit them from people that you knew as uh, teenagers. Right. And not me, but Saul and Felipe, obviously. So Didi was a friend of my brother's from way back in high school. This goes back to like 19, early 80s. So it was kind of interesting that, you know, the network of friends that you get because of playing games and stuff. Anyway, so back to role playing, LARPing. So this was a LARP, you know, it was... It was we didn't the, know it was a LARP at the time. Right. We just thought it was our friends being themselves. Yeah. But yeah. we had a couple, we did a couple others also with him. Right. One where we were this couple who had killed each other. And I don't remember what the theme was, but it was like the worst people in the world or yes. something. Yes, it was, it was kind of a weird one. And I know that it freaked out one of our friends because I did makeup because we were supposed to have shot each other, right? And they or, had. And so they didn't, they thought it was really gross. Yeah. So we had these fake bullet holes in our heads and stuff. Talking about Didi's games, there was no, there was no script. The, he just no. gave you a little piece of paper describing who you were and what your goal was. And that was it. And so. I think some people had things they were supposed to tell people. Right, a little bit more information. Yeah, more like a not an, an NPC who right. is telling you something, but they were actually not NPCs. I know that in some LARP groups, they actually take turns playing NPCs and stuff. Yes, they do. They have NPC characters, and they're usually there to give you a little bit more information. In fact, in my research, oh. not only did I learn that the first LARPing group started in like 1977. Wow. I don't know that they actually called themselves LARPing groups, but. They did fantasy b- battles and stuff. And then after Logan's Run came out in 1976, I guess there were a whole bunch of, of groups that formed to to go with that movie theme. Oh, right? wow. Um, Logan's Run. That's, but that's an old movie. I was looking at on YouTube because that's what when I say I do research, I look on the Internet and YouTube because he throws things at me that I'm like, <laughs> OK, well, I don't know a lot about this. I've got I've seen LARPs at conventions, mostly vampire or werewolf or they're dressed up in, you know, 20s costumes and different kinds of things. Right. I've never actually had time to play one because the kids were always young and we just didn't have time to, to do that. Usually, usually LARPs are at night. And, yes. And that's like either we have to, you know, look after our children and stuff. So so at conventions. We, he means I because he goes and plays <laughs> games at night. So Not all the time. Whatever. Right, right. Not, not anymore but though. But now my, my, our son is 16. and 15. And 15. He'll be 16. And so, you know, he's kind of self-sufficient in himself that, in a way that we can let him loose on the con. And well, Since he's with our, our friend's kids, it's easy yeah. to feel comfortable with that now, not when he was little. So in my research, oh. they actually have camps, like like groups of LARPers that have a name. And they there's this one in New Jersey, and I can't think of the name right now but they actually rent out a boy scout camp that isn't being used oh wow once a month 
and they they go and they have a running a running kind of LARP. They right. do different ones, obviously, but one of the the people that was talking about it was saying that she helps them. So she not only plays sometimes, but sometimes she's a a marshal or a NPC. Right. And she says if she's a marshal, she wears a white thing around her head, a white band, so that people know she's a marshal, and she carries around a tablet with rules and stuff. So wow. when people have questions, they can ask her. Right. So it's really like, and this one was they were actually playing D and D because the orcs had had stormed the village and they were trying to figure out where the orcs were so they actually have npcs that dress up as the orcs right and there's not a whole lot of them there's only like 10 or 12 people that show up each each time they do this so it's not a huge number but they have actual weapons and you told me what they're called buffer buffer so they make them out of pvc pipe and foam and yeah yeah the the pc pipe is is gives it its its shape and rigidity and then they wrap it with foam and they do all kinds styrofoam, of styrofoam and, and all kinds and, of like like yeah. noodles that you swim with and right, stuff like that all right. kinds of things so they have actual cl- they people will actually show you how to make these and people actually make them and sell them yeah and most of the time i'm thinking most people make their own but somebody knows how to do it and there's always somebody in your group that is very creative and likes to do that kind of stuff right well we just went to uh silicon valley comic con and somebody was selling uh, they, they even put on the on the sign they had that they were you know LARP acceptable buffer weapons. That's funny. Well, and the thing is, is that Saul always had this idea, or he always, I think he has an idea about what LARPs are. That only <laughs> you know, there he he he's expanded his idea, but at first he he didn't realize he had actually played in a LARP, and then he thought it he hasn't played in one at a convention, right? And a lot of them were a lot. A lot of the reasons I think is because it was a vampire or a werewolf, and he's never been into that kind of thing. In fact, I was going to say that I was I was going to talk about my first views of LARPs, and I thought you know me and my me and my brother have been going to conventions, and a lot of my friends have gone to conventions since the early '80s, and and even when we did see people who LARPed, started seeing people who were LARPing, we were like, man, those people are kind of crazy. One, like Jolene says, I didn't like the genre. I didn't like vampire. I didn't like werewolf. And those were the big ones here in the Bay Area. And uh, well, in Salinas, nobody LARPed as far as I know, but I'm sure they did. But, you know, the thing is about LARPing is usually uh, when it first started, they would go out in somewhere in public and it was usually vampire and they would just gather around at least like from, in a park, like in mean. a park or garage, a, a garage structure. And they would hang out and do the kinds of weird things. And uh, well, to normal people would be weird, right? Because they dress up in dark, you know, moody clothing with trench coats and stuff like that. And that didn't really appeal to me. I didn't like, you know, I don't like the horror genre in general. I just kind of stayed away from it. And I, you know, and me and my friends kind of poo-pooed that kind of idea of LARPing. We thought it was like, well, those kinds of people kind of strange. Obviously, not all your friends, since uh, David actually hosted. Well, when and I, and, I, and then when I looked at that, I didn't see that as LARPing. I saw that as a a how to host a mystery. Even then, I found it hard to to get into character something because because what, what that first time that we went or that we went that I was able to go was here and it was Didi's World War Two game or uh, World War One, I, I think World maybe. War One or World War Two. And his mom was there, and his mom was like a like his a, mom or Steve's mom. Steve's mom. Steve's mom. I'm sorry. Steve's mom was there, and she was playing like a gypsy or something mm-hmm. like that. And she was in character the whole time. So I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" And she's like, "How oh, are you?" Know, she had this weird voice. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So you know, so she would she would literally give out these tarot cards and t- start telling you your future. And I'm like, "Whoa, okay." I think that goes back to the how how into the game you get, how yes. immersed in, how immersed you are right. in it how comfortable you are with um acting and role playing yes. in, in a way that 
is not just sitting around a table and talking. I think that's where that goes back to, right? The yes. idea of, and Steve's mom is, has always been an outgoing kind of person Yes, who is really, really nice. And, and so when they asked her, she was probably like, oh, this is cool. Yes. And so she was really into it. And, and the, every time she, I saw her playing, she I don't think she ever broke character. and She never, you know, got out of it. You know, here I am, been playing role-playing games for 20 years at this point yeah pretty close and i was having a hard time staying in character i was like oh, okay you know i was a little bit apprehensive and i was you know just to, i don't know i was shy i guess to a certain extent i don't know he says he doesn't like to dress up and stuff but we go to the renaissance fair and he dresses up <laughs> he likes the sword and so so david david dd is running these games and i don't deem them as larps but we just thought they were more like parties. Yes. Well, right. they were parties they were. because there was food and drink. And right. I don't know how LARPs are at conventions. I don't know if they do food and drink. But I'm sure that um, if you're going for a weekend, this the one oh, group yes. that, I, that, I, that I watched on YouTube, they have pancake breakfasts in the morning. Yes. <laughs> and the people pay like... Uh, between like forty dollars for the for the weekend, right? And well, to pay for the camp, right? Yeah, to pay for the camp, and they have and they have pancake breakfasts. Yes, that's pretty cool. Those people. So there's a kitchen and stuff. Yes, they could use. So do they stay there? They stay at this yeah, camp. Yeah, yeah, they oh. they come on Friday night and leave on Sunday. Cool. So, so they play on Friday night and all day Saturday, which is very interesting to me. At a convention, the LARP has a specific amount of time, probably eight hours or probably a little bit less. Usually conventions hours. conventions don't have a lot of time. Well, if they're doing it at night, and usually they are, usually they only book the room from, I mean, they only, once it's eight to whatever, those yes. games go from eight to two or whatever. Yes, so. true. So they can play all night if they yeah. want to. One of the things at Dundercon was the werewolf. Yes. Because I remember from the, to the first time I went, and especially <laughs> when Augustine was little, because we would go up to the room early and, and order chocolate cake. That was his thing. And, um, yes. And we would hear the the people out there, and we'd look out the window if we were on that side of the hotel and see a bunch of people down there. Yeah, they doing, would. They, would, they meet, would howl. They would meet out. That's where the werewolves would have their werewolf or lark. They're not real werewolves. <laughs> they're just dressed up like werewolves, and, and they're howling. So that reminds me of the first time that I actually met somebody who larped. Well, that I actually talked to somebody who larped, and you know they were very open about it. So me and my brother are are walking the halls of Dungeon Con. And, you know, we, we were looking for something to do. And this guy comes up to me and goes, hey, he goes, you want to play my role-playing game? I need a couple players. And so me and my brother go, well, what game is it? And he goes, werewolf. And I'm like, uh, well, I'm not too much into werewolves and stuff. And and then he goes, come on, come on, come on. And, and he was a real nice guy. He's real gregarious. So we're like, so he convinced us to play. So we sat down and played. And it was a lot of fun. I had, We created characters even. It was real simple. And it was pretty neat. And, and him and his friends were really cool. And I ha we had a lot of fun. So, you know, once you get to know, you, you play with somebody at a convention and they go every year, you get to see them. Hey, you see them every year and you wave at them and you say hello. And so the, uh, another time he he asked us to play again and I played in this game and it was pretty good. And then I like, you know, he was talking about LARPs and he was talking about LARPing his werewolf game and how much and how he worked on it and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah. And it sounded pretty cool. So. So once I got to know somebody who LARPed, it changed my idea of people who LARPed and then therefore changed my idea about LARPing. Now, I still didn't LARP. Still, you know, I was apprehensive about putting myself out there in costume or acting the whole time or being in character the whole time and and talking, you know, and just using, playing in that 
in that you know, very, uh, what do you call that? Uh, what do you call it? A very interactive way of playing. I think one of the most fascinating things about LARPing is that people get into the idea of the costumes and stuff. It's kind of like cosplay, right? Oh, yeah. But like for werewolf and vampire or even um, steampunk kind of games or yeah. 20s games. I mean, it's a thing about when you put on those those clothes, that costume, then you can be more into the character, I think. Right. And I know you're not into that kind of thing, but um, <clears throat> you do like wearing costumes. You do like Halloween parties. Oh, yeah. You're you right. You do like that kind of thing. You do like going to the Renaissance Fair and <laughs> and that kind of stuff. And I've even had you and Kathy at the Renaissance Fair saying, can you make this for me? Coats and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which you've never got me the material, so I haven't done it, but I could if yes, you wanted me to. Yes, I remember. And but the idea of and when you feel those fabrics and stuff, it's pretty cool to to think about wearing different yeah. costumes. Yeah, no, you're and right. Different and so things. yeah, the the I think the biggest hurdle I have is that is apprehensive of uh, I have apprehension of, of of putting myself out there and acting and 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 doing that. I you think know, you've gotten like, a little bit less apprehensive yes, about it because yes. we went to that. Um, that murder mystery dinner where oh, yes. where we had to you're supposed to pick who you are and you just make it up yes. and we were sitting at this table with these people who made up some bizarre story they were like totally what would you call the mundanes or um muggles muggles and <laughs> they they were like sticking to this story and it was it was hilarious and i don't remember but the mom was like really inappropriate because she was there with her husband and her daughter and oh, her daughter's friend. Right. And Saul and I, I go, so we're going to have to come up with a story. So we did our, we did something like we were some kind of royalty, or I was some kind of royalty, and he was the person who was with me. I was me, a concert. Consort. And so it was funny. We, we It was a hilarious thing. We had never gone to one, so it was pretty Yeah, it was pretty, it was cool. pretty interesting. It was pretty cool. It was fun. And so you were totally into your character there. Yes, true. It was hilarious. At this point, I probably wouldn't have a problem playing in the LARP. It just finding a LARP that that really interested me. And lately, there's been LARPs. LARPs have gotten really popular at the conventions. They were at DungeCon where I met David, the the LARPer, the werewolf guy. We call him. There had been a vampire and werewolf LARPs there for a long time. But they brought and they were you know they were but they were like people who who played amongst themselves right they would go outside and play which wasn't like you know part of the what of the program right it wasn't in the dungeon con program and sometimes they were but for a lot of times they weren't and so they didn't have a space inside the convention to play but within the last few years dungeon con staff the convention has realized that that larping is attractive to a lot of people and they've actually have room a larp room room and I think one of the reasons was is that one of the persons who joined the staff was a LARPer. We even talked to her on when we were at the uh, DungeCon when we did our live recording there. Her, is her Ariel, name Ariel? Yeah, Ariel was is uh, really into LARPs, and then she became part of the staff, and now she's the like the LARP coordinator. <laughs> so now DungeCon has quite a few LARPs, and in the last few years, I've seen like a superhero LARP. I've seen uh, Legend of the Five Rings LARP. You know, just almost any genre or any. Any subject, there's you know. Well, now play it LARP. used to just be vampire or. Um, there were the most. And, or werewolf, yeah. but that was just that that we saw. Yes. There's also you know post-apocalyptic LARPs, um, horror like Cthulhu, Cthulhu yes. LARP, space opera, cyberpunk. You mentioned the uh, post-apocalyptic. In fact, I think Ariel might be part of it, but even if she's not, here in Northern California, they they meet up over the weekend 
or over a weekend at Fort Ord, the former, uh, well, the, the where Fort Ord used to be. There's still some buildings out there in Fort Ord. If you and, don't know what Fort Ord is, it's an old army base. Right. That by, got, in, in, by Salinas. In, um, well, it's by it's Monterey. By Monterey. And, it was, it's kind of, there's these old places that they haven't cleaned up or, or torn down and right. stuff. It looks, uh, well, it is abandoned, right? So the places are all boarded up. Uh, some are in quite a uh, state of disrepair. I don't think anything's falling down, but it is it the jail where the where the jail was? No, the, no, it's right on the base where the barracks are. Oh, where the barracks are? A lot of the barracks are there, and so it has that post-apocalyptic feeling. There's you know there's weeds growing you know, where it used to be in the middle of the street because you know right, right. you know nature's reclaiming its space, and so that's where they run their. It's called Dystopia Rising. Mm-hmm. And they they hold events over a weekend. You know, I'm sure you pay a fee, and they have a really slick website. You know, it looks really nice. There's they have different chapters all all across the country. Now, obviously, some some states don't have any chapters, but but uh, here in California, there's two of them. There's Northern, Northern Cal- California, and Southern, Southern California. Have, it's a pretty big state, and so. I've been tempted to go because I'm really into post-apocalyptic setting. I love Gavin World. I'm really into. See, I wouldn't want to go because Twilight that's 2000. just too scary. Okay, <laughs> it's too close to too close to reality, baby. Yeah. So it looks really neat, and they have you know cool, uh, cool videos. In fact, if you go to Dystopia Rising, some of the scenes are shot. The website. Fort Ord, the website. Yeah. They have a, the website. I'm sorry. If you go to Dystopia Rising website, they have some scenes, you know, video, and some of the scenes are from Fort Ord. And it's clearly Fort Ord because I remember I've I've been on that base many times. So we've played paintball out there. Yes, and that was at the where the that jail was. was. The, uh, that was in the jail, and before that, it was pretty close to where their Dystopia Rising is. Uh, yeah, place because some of the buildings they had were were large and they had a lot of space inside. And of it them. is really okay. We played paintball out there, and. I was with my brother-in-law, and we got stuck in the, one of the jail cells. Yes. Cause we, and we couldn't get out because my other brother-in-law was shooting at us. pinned down. We were pinned down. And so you learn things about the people you're with when you're pinned down playing paintball. <laughs> I'm like, go, go. And he's like, I'm not going. I'm, all, he's, I'm, like, I'm not going either. That in, in, its, in itself, paintball is a form of, of LARPing, right? LARPing war, yeah. Yeah, because you're... you're it's like instead of playing a video game, you're actually out there running you know. around. Although when you get hit with those paintballs, it hurts. Yes, it does. After talking to David, the werewolf guy, mm-hmm. and and then Didi, our friend, I'm thinking, well, you know, LARP's not that bad. You know, LARPers and LARPing can't be that bad because I'm sort of already done it. I just haven't done it. In, you just didn't know you were doing in it in public with people I don't really know or putting myself out there in public. And you know, and I think that was a major major hurdle for me. And a lot of our friends is that that when we were playing D and D back in high school and even through college, we never told people we played D and D, right? Because it was a devil's game. No, because it was because we were embarrassed because people would say, "Oh, yes," and you know they would make fun of you about being nerds or whatever. And so my friend you hadn't embraced your nerdness yet, right? Well, I'm not saying I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. but my friend Mike, he would always. You know, he would never tell. He doesn't people. like to be named. He doesn't like. He doesn't tell people that he plays for the longest time. And in fact, when I would would go to DungeonCon, I would tell people that I'd go camping with my brother Felipe at work or something for years. I said, "Oh, I'm going to go camping." Oh, yeah. And then they, they would know that I was going to go camping, like you know, Presence Day weekend. 
And they're like, well, I go, it's going to rain. Isn't it cold? Is it, it going <laughs> to rain? And they're like, yeah, well, my brother, he likes fishing or something. And so I made up all these stories. And then finally, I just like, yeah, they're going, oh, you're going camping? I go, no, I'm going to go to a convention. And they're like, oh, what kind of, you know, they, they ask questions. And they're like, oh, you play you play those games? And I go, yeah. It just happened. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to lie anymore. I don't care as much. And now, definitely now, I don't care. Right? Now he invites people to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then now it's like, oh, er- everybody at work knows that I that I play. So so maybe I'm just more open to letting people know that I play and I'm not worried about it. Now that you've gotten older, you don't care don't about crap, stuff. Yeah. Right, right? I can imagine that if I ever reach like 80, I'm going to be terrible, right? That's why old people are like, you know, like let it out there. You know, they don't give a crap. They're not going to worry about things. So LARPing is just, for me, it was just a hurdle of, of getting over being embarrassed about acting or playing in the costume. I think, you know, I don't think it's, I think it's. It looks like a lot of fun. I know people who LARP. My uh, Shannon, my friend Shannon, LARPs a lot, and a bunch of people that I know in my RP circles, they role play, they LARP. So and they love it. They love play. Shannon. Like I think Shannon likes the the mystery kind of LARPs, right? Like yeah. A, was it a Cthulhu one or yeah, just a Great Gatsby? I think, well, that's a role playing game. Okay. Yeah, but it's a it's a large room full. But they have done it as a LARP. So I think it's interesting. We even did we did the Clue Owl where we for <laughs> one of Sal's birthdays we had a bunch of people come and play a live action Clue game, and we called it the Clue Owl. So they dressed up at, in uh, Hawaiian costumes, and yes. of course our friends got into it. Don was like he came with like a Sherlock Holmes. Was it a Sherlock Holmes yes, hat? Yes, yes, and. Uh, and that was really cool. And then so it, people, was, it was, and, and they were hilarious. We had no idea what was going to happen. And it wasn't really a LARP. It was more of a, it was a game of Clue, right? Yeah, it was a board game. So we put all these clues and I went on the, online and found they have all these, there's, they have these clues, like, clue yeah. games all over the place. Yes. And so we, different we, themes we made these different clues, right? And we put them all over the place and everybody went nuts trying to find them and they formed factions trying to figure out who did it and all kinds of stuff. It was pretty funny. It was hilarious. And it was funny. It was like, there was one clue left, you know, it's a a traditional game of clue. And so the one clue they couldn't find, right? At one point, Felipe see it. Yeah. At one point you, you narrowed it down. It could only be, you know, you got the place, you got the, the person, you just need the weapon or something like that. Right. So they knew the both of them, the other two, but the third one, they're like, well, it could be these three things. But so we need that one clue to eliminate it. Right. And so they're looking around and looking around and my brother happened just to find it. And when he found it, like he was swamped by all the other investigators. <laughs> right. But the whole, everyone's going, oh, what is it? What is it? Cause you could trade, you could, you could talk to people and stuff like that. So it was pretty neat. It was very exciting. It was a mass hysteria. What is what it was. So, so we could easily translate that into a more of a, of a traditional yes. game uh, by instead of clues that you find physically find that you have to ask people what they know. Also, it was all family and friends. Yes. So it's a lot easier for people to get into stuff when they know everybody, right? Because there's yes. no embarrassment factor because you're with the people that, yeah. you, that you embarrass yourself in front of anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, they, they, you know everything they about know, everybody. They know yeah. you, right? They know so you. Not, you feel more comfortable around them. That's true. So LARPs are really neat in today's setting because a lot of people are more open to uh, people who role play or role playing games role are playing games. Are, oh, are a lot more popular these days, right? And so LARP by by an extension are probably getting more popular, and people love getting dressed up. I mean, I, I mean, my my sister used to run a run. She used to have a Halloween party all not all the time, but quite often, and people would dress up and people would really go out 
in the Hollywood, co- I mean Hollywood, in these uh, uh, Halloween costumes, and you just translate that into a into a more of a game, and you know a mystery, then you know you have a LARP. You know, it's, it's not that far from. If you could die dressing up for Halloween, then I can see you LARPing in a role playing game. It's not only Halloween, but. I was telling Saul that when we were talking about this, I go, think about those people, the reenactors, the Civil War reenactors. Yes. Those people are really into dressing up and they dress up in their uniforms and they go and reenact the Civil War. And they've been doing that for years, right? Right, right, right. And sometimes they, what they do is they, they actually have like, well, they're reenacting a battle. Right. But if they were to like, like, uh, what is it? Change. You know, if they wanted to change the outcome of the battle, or if, or if I'm was, sure they have, or if they wanted depending to, depending on where you are, you know, depending, <laughs> they, they could, you know, they could LARP. They're little, they're like just everybody's just like a one step away from LARPing, right? You know, people who dress up for, for Halloween, and if you, if you like playing games, boom, you could easily jump into LARPing, right? and then people who reenactors, you know, who are not really LARPing, but you're dressing up in costume and you're playing a part. And most of them have are playing a part, you know, the fame, you know, the, depending on who, what what uh, battle you're playing in. So a lot of these things, people are just like just a little bit one step removed from being in the LARP. So I think it's more of a mental hurdle for people. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's silly or that's crazy. But in, in reality, it's like, oh, well, I, most people probably would enjoy it because most people like dressing up in costume, and most people like playing games. That's true. Whatever kind of game it is. People love mystery games because, uh, I mean, Clue... Well, mysteries are, are always interesting because you've got to figure out something, right? Right. And, and that, anyone who likes games likes to figure out stuff. Right. And that's basically what LARPs are usually. Now, I'm only going by word of mouth and reading the descriptions of games in the in the, in the the convention books. But but I, what I have noticed, too, I was going to say, is that conventions, LARPs at conventions have really exploded. That a lot of... Uh, there's a, there seems to be a lot more LARPs available to play at conventions. Okay. <laughs> um, so if you're interested in, in dressing up and having fun, right. I would suggest trying it out. Definitely. And then, and there's, they have all kinds. So if there's a certain uh, you know genre that you're really I think the steampunk in. genre is pretty cool. <laughs> you've, been, you've been really interested in steampunk for a few years now. <laughs> so you guys, you and Kathy always want those goggles and stuff. So then I end up looking at all the different steampunk yeah. stuff. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. And they look cool. I like the clothes. Yeah. Some of the clothes look pretty cool. I think that has a lot of appeal to people. The clothes and the, the idea of, you know, dressing up. Dressing up. I mean, it, who doesn't want to go to a fancy dress party or, a, or a Halloween party? or, or Yeah. A... People do it all the time. People do it all the time. And so why wait till Halloween to dress up and have a good time? Go, there you go. Go to a LARP. Have there fun. you go. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And you have a good day. Mm-hmm.